Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew. Is it recording? It says it's recording. Oh. Hi. Do I need to sit in front of this contraption? No. How are you? A little tired. A lot going on, but good. The end. Thanks for listening to Tells then. Hope you have a wonderful Labor okay, no, Day no, no, weekend. No, it's not, it's not we got a whole no. show ahead of us here. All right. Uh, we are back in Las Vegas. Together at the same time. How's your week been? Um, interesting. How so? Interesting. Stressful. Mm. Fun. Interesting. What was so stressful? Uh, I posted a video. Mm-hmm. So... Interesting, interesting. Okay, so Andrew's interesting, interesting uh, video. I'm sure most of you have seen it, listeners of the podcast. Yes. Uh, Andrew is giving away or partnered with Jeff Gross Mm -hmm. to give away a PokerStars Platinum Pass. Correct. And so now Andrew's all up in his plums. That's how they say it, right? All up in his feelings about. What are you all up in your feelings about? Well, I knew it was going to be like slightly controversial just because there's people that are not pleased with the site that is PokerStars. So it's just kind of different because there's always going to be like a little bit of, you know, negativity out there on your thing that you're making. Uh, Can't please everybody. So it's just a little bit different of negativity this time because there's people that are specifically unhappy with uh, this company and it's like a tough thing to figure out as a content creator i don't know trying this for the first time really right um like partnering with a big company yeah do you believe that there's value being brought to your audience via this giveaway right so the giveaway is a $25,000 entry into a tournament Mm -hmm. plus an all-inclusive trip to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's pretty big time. So overall, with controversy, you still... That's controversy for Americans. (laughs) You still feel that this adds value. Yeah, I know it adds value for sure. Yeah. I guess like the question is, is it necessary to do it or... You just carry on and like, you know, forego this thing, which I definitely like considered. And I guess I just decided that it would be a pretty big shame to not be able to do this, this like giveaway and offer that value to the audience. Mm -hmm. Because the people that uh, take part in the competition are going to be getting something out of it, I think, anyway, even if they don't end up winning. So they're going to be making people have to make a, a video a week according to these guidelines um, that we that we came up with, myself, Jeff, and someone from PokerStars. And uh, there's a lot of people that have thought about like trying this vlogging thing and are kind of afraid to give it a shot. So this will be like a little bit of a push or a big push to give it that shot. I think so. I mean, I've seen people on Twitter say that, you know, this is exciting and this is what they've been waiting for. Or not, you know, they, you don't know what you're waiting for, but yeah. it gives them the impetus to go ahead and now create something because there's a the potential of this substantial prize. Yeah. 
But I think there's like, there's, so there's a lot of people that don't really, that they just don't like care about that. And that's like for sure understandable because there's a lot of people that don't have any interest in vlogging whatsoever. Right. And they don't care about that. So there's, that's like no value to them. But it doesn't harm them either. No, but they sort of view it as selling out. That's, yeah, that's one thing. Or like maybe PokerStars is hurting the industry more than they're helping. And then I'm like enabling that. Mm. Or, yeah, or it's me just like selling out and losing integrity. Okay, so let's talk about selling out a little bit. What exactly does that mean? So you find a band and it goes from this little indie band Mm -hmm. to a mainstream like pop band. Mm -hmm. That's considered selling out. Yeah. So what does selling out mean? Like giving up your integrity right for something yeah for cash and fame usually right yeah so my thoughts are multifold i guess okay <laughs> i was gonna say twofold but one i think we've spoken about this on the podcast before that if you elevate somebody to beyond human to beyond mistake misjudgment anything right and and that it mistake or judgment is based solely on your perspective on life. Okay. Then you run the risk of being very disappointed. And I don't think we take that into account when we elevate people that we look up to, to beyond reproach. You know what I mean? So I'm not saying that what you did is wrong. Sounds like it. No, (laughs) that's not what I'm saying. But like, if it was wrong, somebody who's judging this. Yeah, someone who thinks it could be wrong. But it's based on his perspective. Sure. And so now he's the one or she's the one who's disappointed. While somebody else goes, whoa, this is an amazing opportunity. So then who's right? Yeah. Both? Neither? I don't know. I mean, I don't think that it's like super black or white but it's tough because like as a content creator you always want to be taking audience feedback into consideration and then like sort of adjusting your content right here and there tweaking it it's a tough balance though because like you want to be doing what you want to do while also giving people the value and the content that they react to in a positive manner the most yeah which then also runs the risk of you selling out to the audience but i don't think anybody minds you selling out to the audience which to me is just the same thing yeah like if you stop making content that is completely in line with you because the audience doesn't like it you know your audience is attracted to what you were doing yeah before they got they provided feedback so sure like everyone wants to feel a part of it and part of the story so they see what they ask for Mm -hmm. but it's at the end of the day it's not your channel Mm -hmm. so it's really hard to and i also find that when i judge something very strongly it's either because i want to be doing something of that variety and i'm not willing to let myself experience that and then i get angry that somebody is having that experience like what do you mean like I would be thrilled to be able to give somebody the opportunity to win $25,000. Right. But I have never created anything in my life mm-hmm. that puts me in a position to do that. And so I get angry and judgmental 
at somebody who is doing it. Because it's easy to stand here from an audience perspective, like everybody else, I'm a viewer, right, of yeah. the vlog, and judge you and say, this is wrong, <laughs> this is right, but I'm not making a vlog. Like, well, we also have to turn the mirror to ourselves and be like, why do I feel so strongly about this? Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It's just not that easy, I don't think, because people think that there's like ramifications greater than only my personal feelings and feedback. They think that the ramifications are like enabling a bad actor in our world, our poker world. Yeah, I mean, and I think that's valid, right? If you if you feel that, but you also have to examine your thought over what the narrative has been. Because it's so easy to just like read a couple of articles online right. and then go, this is the reason they're bad. Mm -hmm. And you've never had any experience with the company or you've had a very limited experience because you know i get mad for you if something happens to you you know what i mean yeah like i get mad for you so it's very easy to like empath like be Lucy's, empathy mad for Lucy's, somebody she's very protective and scary <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i wish i would have like recorded that call that we had with eric holreiser when we were down in mexico i had a call with uh, the vp of communications for the entire stars group and uh just to hear him like tell the story of the whole thing do you think that would make a difference uh yeah you're probably right it probably wouldn't have exactly but at least i could play <laughs> it back to myself and while I'm going to sleep and remind myself that uh there's more to the story and yeah it's just not that simple it's like never as simple as it sounds like you're like you're saying yeah i think most things are very complicated i mean i was like do you really want to do that oh thanks you know what I mean? No, we spoke about this. Thanks for saying so now. <laughs> no, we talked about this. Yeah. But I was saying also it after the fact. from a perspective of what I'd heard. I had no experience with PokerStars personally, right? Like, I've never mm -hmm. given them. Oh, I gave them $10. I don't think I got my $10 back. So. Yeah, you probably lost it. With that. No, I did not. <laughs> Another losing poker player upset at it being rigged. Rigged witch hunt. And that's the thing. So you posted last week about somebody had posted that you, whenever we make decisions, we never make them with full knowledge. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, you do the best you can with the knowledge you have at the time. Right. Yeah. What else and so you don't know whether this is going to ruin the poker industry. Well, the thing is that like, it's the sort of like perspective I think that I could add is just that like, it's so, this is like such, it's very, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, it's very uncharted uh, sort of waters, like, especially for myself where I don't really know when it's appropriate to work with X company after like how long of a time period or whatever. I sort of, I wrote, uh, I don't really want to send too much traffic there, but there's a vloggers thread on two plus two. And, uh, this is this, this is like the, the latest discussion. And I sort of wrote about how I don't really know like what the answer is to this stuff. Um, that I debated about doing this for like two months, this giveaway. And, uh, it was like really tough decision just cause I knew there was going to be some pushback, but I also think that there's like so much value to add to the audience and it's tough for me to like 
do a big giveaway like, you know, Doug Polk style where he's in the super high roller bowl and giving away like 5% or whatever, 10% of that, whatever it was. So it's like a big opportunity like for the audience. And it's also a super not easy decision to like figure out what you're supposed to do in this spot, right? Because everyone that I talked to said 100% you should do that um, just because it's like a big opportunity for, for everybody. And I'm getting a platinum pass out of it, right? So like they're saying... Yeah, I mean, you, you need to take that and you need to do it and it'll be awesome for the channel. And, you know, people will think it's they're getting people see that they're getting something for free and they, you know, there's whatever. Should that really be something worth complaining about? And I was like, well, yeah, they're going to for sure. You know, so it's just like so much back and forth in your mind over this one little thing that like, is it going to matter to the vast majority of people? No, but it's like this thing that's consuming such a large portion of my thoughts for the past long time. Don't vote Andrew for president. He won't just like tweet it out. You should have just tweeted it out. 3 a.m. in the morning being like, platinum pass available up for grabs. Read the blog post. So yeah, too much deliberation here. Two months. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about it today? Still pretty uncertain. I mean, it's really cool because now we're starting to see tweets from people that have uploaded their first vlog, the first week's challenge. Exciting. I've already gotten a couple chuckles out of some things people are uploading some funny stuff so that's really cool there's been you know some messages messages that people say like you said uh you know thank you for this opportunity to finally like try out this blogging thing just also just dealing with the the negative comments about it all how are you dealing with the negative comments Uh, you just carry on (laughs) so you're not like answering every single one of them murdered a couple people in my morning and afternoon here and there but that's how I do. Hmm. Yelled at the lady at Starbucks. <laughs> you didn't even go to Starbucks. I didn't go to Starbucks. I recorded a new episode today with Benton Blakeman, Calling Out. That'll be up shortly, if not already. So yeah, you just make, you know, you make the next video, whatever. You do the next thing. and. So let's just hope they don't screw it up. Who? Focus us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's hope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. People are people and we all make mistakes. You know, like people, PokerStars is a corporation, but the corporation is made up of people. People like you and me and people make mistakes all the time. So yes, should they take more time to think through things and before they put it out into the world? Sure. But sometimes they don't. It's like, remember with all the scandals, like the... H&M scandal and the Zara scandal and like all the clothing brands with their misguided advertisements or whatever the case is. Yeah. People are in corporations and people are going to make mistakes all the time. Yeah, I'm sure it sucked for those people, like the Pokestars Supernova Elite people. And you mentioned that in the blog, so we're not going to like go over that all over again. Yeah, it's just like it's impossible to sort of... uh have a discussion where because you never want to be like an apologist for poker stars and this this thing that they did right right but i think it's just perspective yeah you know but that's my two cents not that anybody asked for my two cents but yeah this is basically like hardest video to uh, put together and record actually the hardest video to record since vlog number one Whoa, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. 
But it's done now. So congratulations on I doing guess. something very hard and. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Moving on. All right. So I found this map of the average price of dates in the U.S. Yeah, broken so, down by state. Broken down by state. So we're going to lighten the mood of this podcast a little bit. Which state do you think is the most expensive to go on a date? Uh, it's going to be one of two. Okay. California or New York. You are right. <laughs> what do you think is the average price of a date in New York City based on this? Well, I already looked at the map. This source. Sources match.com. So they know a thing or two about dating. Okay, this is not an ad. <laughs> this is also not an ad. <laughs> yeah, but, but how... Neither PokerStars nor Match.com sponsors this podcast, by the way. Um, it's like $200 or something, right? $297.27. Two ninety average price? In New York a City. date in New York, New York City. And in California is $226.35. That's a lot of money. Imagine, I mean, like if you're just starting, if you're like searching. Yeah, that's why I think... we don't go out on too many dates, right? These days. Sadly. No. Sadly. Very sadly. <laughs> but yeah, if like you're single and you're, you know, dating. Trying to mingle. Single and looking to mingle. And you're probably going on, what, a couple dates a week maybe? I don't think you can take everybody on a $300 date. I mean, I think there's the It's tier. an average, though. I think for Tinder or Match, like initial dates, mm -hmm. you would go coffee. I guess. I think you wine. have to, yeah. Happy hour is pretty big. Yeah. I mean, who's going out on these $290 dates? I mean, it's really easy. If you think about it, if you go to a restaurant on the Strip, your bill is easily $180. Yeah. For two people, dinner, so. cocktails, and then you go to a show or you go downstairs and gamble and have another cocktail, <laughs> that's $300 right there. And what did Nevada do? You could easily do? go off for 1000 at the craps table, you're right. <laughs> Nevada is $119. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty accurate. Probably, yeah. I mean, yeah, they could easily be higher than that, like you're saying. Right. And so then, uh, so South Dakota... Is thirty eight dollars and twenty seven cents. All right. What is this little? What, what's this state? That's North Dakota. Oh. So. Uh, North Dakota is forty two dollars forty three cents. Yeah. So the ballers live in North Dakota, and like, so yeah, you get your Applebee's date at South Dakota. <laughs> and you got to get over to the Cosmopolitan at uh, Nevada, and you're going out in what West Hollywood, California. Do you think this is part of the reason people can't? have a hard time finding love because it's so expensive to date because think about it if even if you are not planning on paying for the date right because you have very little money you can't if you can't even afford to pay for your own drinks like that means you can't, so you, can't you can't date yeah that means like dating is now made inaccessible i think you gotta be a little creative right what are you gonna do take me to the park yeah take on a picnic I mean, I'm down for yeah, a picnic. Yeah, see, she likes picnics. Yeah. <laughs> see that? Flipped her. Flipped her right away. You've taken me on one picnic in 10 years. So, yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> what um, else would you do? What else would I day? do creatively to save money? I mean, how much, are, how much is a movie in LA? It's not that much, is it? Yeah, but movie dates are not good dates. No, you're right. You can't talk to each other, right? 
Exactly. And the whole point of a date is getting to know somebody so you know whether to go. There's got to be cheaper date. spots that are still fun, right? Like a bowling alley. There's a bar at the bowling alley. Grab, grab a brew. Roll, roll some some strikes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like these uh, average date prices are people that are spending too much. You think so? I mean, we go. Although for- we did, I did spend more money when I was when we were dating, and not officially a thing on on you. Yeah, but we I were mean, trying was- to ball out. <laughs> <laughs> Had to impress, and then disappoint later on. <laughs> all part of my plan impress you again later bring your expectations back <laughs> down so that i can again wow you once oh again. wow okay uh, it's, it's a very detailed blueprint mm. looking forward to that mm. being wowed I, I would too if i were you <laughs> so any advice for guys who live in like new jersey is an average of 260 dollars it's just impossible date. i think those numbers are ridiculous how much in michigan Michigan. $112. That's a lot. I think that's sort of normal, though. Like, if you go out for two, um, I mean, I guess it depends where you are. Like, downtown Detroit now, there's a lot of nice restaurants and stuff. You could very easily spend that. But, you know, if you're, like, in the Upper Peninsula, going to a brewery something, it's a lot of brews. $119 (laughs) goes a long way. I think you got to bring that cost down a little bit. I saw a video on YouTube about co-housing so co-housing is people living together in a on a plot of land and they share amenities like washer dryers and barbecue places and everybody uh, chips in to do the gardening or whatever okay so it's like an apartment building but with no staff everyone sort of yeah everyone sort of pitches in okay okay and so the idea of co-housing the video i watched was about a co-housing place in denmark where it's not age restricted. So it's not like only adult people or young people or families. It's everybody. So from kids all the way up to like 75 years and older, all these people living together. Do you think something like that would allow for people to meet each other without having to spend so much money to meet people? Yeah, that makes sense. The problem is what if you have... The, the good thing is that when you have a bad date, that person isn't living in the same community or <laughs> apartment building as you are. That's true. <laughs> so you can't escape from these persons that you, turns out you don't want to procreate with. But that's the thing. Familiarity breeds liking. Really? Yeah. It's like the more you see somebody, the more attractive they become. Hmm. So if you build relationships based on like, actual relations and not just instant connections i mean mm. there is that right like you see somebody you're like hmm yeah mm-hmm. when you saw me <laughs> um but then if you build actual relationships could we then possibly you know what i mean I and then a, i think it's a lovely thought it is a lovely thought but i i mean like how do you do it because i don't think it's fair that if you don't have You know, I mean, obviously that is Mm -hmm. because this is not just first date, right? So you could do first date at a wine bar and spend 30 bucks or happy hour, spend 30 bucks. Yeah. But you show the girl that you're really into her, then you have to, you know, it's just natural to try and like up the game. Or if you're trying to show the guy you're really into them, like upping the game of your dates. Gotta get those tickets to O. 
So then you are spending 300, but if you just saw each other and were gardening together and then this like relationship that's not based on money or material things, too idealistic maybe? I don't know. I just think it, I mean, it depends like, I guess I just have trouble seeing uh, or wrapping my head around this like familiarity, familiarity breeds, what did you say? Liking, like love almost. Yeah. So the more you see somebody, so I it was a, either an audio book um, or podcast I was listening to where they had a study where uh, a professor placed students mm-hmm. in in class, like uh, actors. Mm. The one girl came every class and then the others were sporadic. So the one came like five times in she the semester. Attend, attended every class. Right. And then, oh, baby. <laughs> Talking about dating and shit. <laughs> and then one of the other girls only attended one class. And so then they polled both girls and boys to ask which was the most attractive girl. And it was a girl who had attended all the classes who was deemed most attractive. Hmm, so not really saying that. Yes, you're initially attracted to somebody, but they grow in attractiveness as you spend time with them. I don't know. Interesting. I think I might be cynical or something. Yeah, where does that come from? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about like... there's Other people that had, you hate we've them? Had, yeah, we've had neighbors that as time goes on, I just hate them more and more. <laughs> <laughs> Which neighbors are these? <laughs> I don't want to name any names. Yeah, I think it could be interesting but it's probably just like hippie ideology it's probably never gonna work yeah no it's not well i don't know i mean i don't think we want more isolation i think people sort of crave communities yeah i think that's a really big issue as a society need to think about that a lot more like how do you get people back together without some like contrived thing like twitch I mean, online is one thing. It's just not the same as in person. I'm saying people like literally together. Right. Because you can actually feel somebody's energy when they're with you rather than online. Is that true? Yeah. Hmm. You don't think this? You think it's the same? Well, I mean, I think you can probably just describe it differently. Pick up on body language and micro cues and stuff. Yeah, but unless you're actively chatting to somebody one-on-one, you're just broadcasting to your audience. Yeah. Then chatting to you via chat, but that's not like a connection. Yeah, Twitch needs to have some more features. Okay, now this is a Twitch <laughs> ad? <laughs> I was thinking it'd be cool if like you could patch people in to your stream, right? So like... Like FaceTime? Yeah. Like add a... At a caller, exactly. At a caller to your yeah, grab Skype someone on the grab someone on the audience. Their face pops up. Now you're streaming with them, having a conversation. It's still not the same as in person. You're right. Andrew doesn't want communities. Andrew wants everybody to be isolated. I said we don't want that. We do want a community. Yeah, as long as it's online <laughs> no. and it's like comfortable for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be like too cynical about it. Because think about it, the people who have communities live forever you mean like they carry on your the seeds that you've sowed no what do you mean you live forever like they live much longer than people who oh. are isolated okay <laughs> no, i don't know what you mean by they live forever you speak sometimes you talk about these very esoteric things right like 
So join me up there. <laughs> okay, I'll try. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Can you just give me your schedule again for the following week? Where are you off to? Uh, next week, we come back on Monday and I leave on Tuesday to Portland. And then you're in Portland for how long? I think two days, okay. two nights, and then drive up to Seattle, I think, for another two nights, and then fly back. I don't know what date that is because I haven't booked it yet. Okay, you'll just text me when you know. And then you want to know beyond that or no? No, just okay. for next week is fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's have a look at some listener <laughs> feedback. All right, uh, Papa Charlie wrote us uh, to share his thoughts or his texting thoughts. Yeah. Uh, Charlie is a recurring character in this podcast, by the way. If you would like to be a recurring po- character, send some feedback. Tells at com. Papa Charlie says that he texts is more like you and sends one-liners and links without any thoughts <laughs> send, of his own. Sends an article with no pre-existing conditions. Right. They're not asking what did you think, just drops it in there and nice. off he goes. I like, I like uh, it, Papa. He says it's just sharing, reaching out, keeping in contact, contact the evidence of life. Nice. Because I tend to get busy and ghost my friends. Not intentionally, but three weeks will go by and I'll suddenly realize, holy shit, seems like just yesterday I talked to friend X, but it was three weeks ago. I go longer than that. I'll go like three years. Three years? <laughs> sort of. Well, long time is that person still your friend or do they become yeah. an acquaintance at that point i think we're still friends do you just pick up maybe not three them? years but you know like a long time definitely longer than three weeks do you just pick up when you where you live just you know the usual like hey how's it going uh what's happening you know that sort of a thing you just go in different paths i think as time goes on right so even though you know you're close in high school you end up having different interests and then you find people that have the new interests like at your job or whatever, you know, your career, things you get into and you make new connections that are more relevant to that time period in your life. But it doesn't mean that you stop caring about the other people, I don't think. No, I mean, that's those are the best friends, the ones that you can not see for like years. And then when you see them, you just like pick up where you left off and Mm -hmm. it seems like no time has passed um obviously it's not a lot of people like that but when you do find those it's pretty sweet indeed all right i think that's all you have time for today thank you so much for listening to this podcast if you like this podcast please leave us a review on itunes stitcher wherever you find your podcast you can also get this podcast on tellspodcast.com if you want to recommend it to a friend and they're not sure how these podcasting apps work, just go to the website. Anything else to add? No, I don't think so. I think, uh, I think, um, yeah, I think my brain is fried on P- Poker Stars drama. And uh, that's all <laughs> I have to contribute today. All right. Until next time, hopefully Andrew's feeling much better about his $25,000 giveaway. <laughs> boo hoo hoo. <laughs> What a sad day. (laughs) And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.